What's good, people? Welcome back to another amazing episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. Of course, as always, got your boy Sherman Obed here in the building. What's good with you, man? Good to see you as always. A happy Wednesday to you. Hump day. You already know. Back on my grizzly. I'm a certified hustler. Hey. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> you already know what time it is, man. Uh, almost just about halfway through December. Uh, weather is starting to change out here. You'd be surprised, man. Out here in Florida, it's getting a little chilly. Really? Getting a little, getting a little chilly. Wow. Having low, low six, high, high fifties even at a point. Uh, you'd be surprised how you know it gets a little chilly out here. This Obviously, man said high fifties, bro. It has been freezing in DC. It's forty <laughs> degrees right now. I don't want no parts of that. I don't know about that. I'll take some high fifties, low sixties. That's mm. gorgeous. <laughs> right, it hit twenty seven. Maybe maybe it's that was just a humble brag. I don't know. I don't know. But it's hard. Well, hey, that's life. You're living it. Yo, I don't I'm tell you right now. I don't want no parts of that snow and cold, <laughs> that brisk weather y'all be getting over. Nah, nah, play it. You don't want to get keep... a reason to have your Tim's back on, bro. Yo, I'm telling you what. Yo, it's a true story. I was getting rid of clothes you know, a couple months ago. I was like, yo, I got like six pairs of Tim's. Obviously, you got Tim's being from New York. I don't even know. I, like, I don't need none of these. Boop, donation. Right, right, in the, right in the donation bin. Don't need these anymore. <laughs> he said, go do your best for someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yo, facts, facts. Go stomp somebody else out on the curb. Oh, not to say I ever did that. I'm just saying. No, no, and, no. Anyway. Make sure you make sure you run his pockets. Yeah. <laughs> got him. <laughs> anyway, oh man, we got a lot to talk about today. I'm gonna do our usual NFL discussion, uh, a little brief NBA news in action, um, even a little baseball before we get into it. I had the unfortunate hearing someone of unfortunate news the other night, uh, that actor Andre Brower. Uh, formerly of Homicide Life on the Street and the famous Brooklyn comedy bra, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, passed away at the age of 61 from a brief illness. Yo, I'm telling you, I watched Andre Brower for a few years. He was on a, he was even on a Law & Order SVU, obviously as an attorney, playing an attorney. Seeing him in that and then seeing him in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, what a, what a, this guy had such a range as an actor. I was... I, I really enjoyed watching him on, on, on screen. Um, so condolences to him and his family. But yeah, That's I just nice. ran, I just thought that was something, you know, kind of bring up here. Uh, like I said, he really, really, really good actor and surprise, you know, I'm uh, shocked to hear of his passing. That's all. Yeah. Our time isn't guaranteed to hug your loved ones. Yep. Yep. For sure. Um, in baseball news, uh, another record has been broken. Another, another contract has been signed and it's just breaking the bank. Angel Wolf, the former Los Angeles Angels outfielder and pitcher, the two the two way player Shohei Otani signed a record ten year seven hundred million dollar deal with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Now he gets to stay in L.A. Of course, but just going to the other the other squad there, there with the Dodgers, um, still paying them California taxes, which is still crazy. paying them California taxes. And did you? So <clears throat> let me just break this down for you one second here, but. After tax, so 10 years, 700 months. So that's $70 million a year. Do you know that after taxes, he's only he would only be earning about $37 million a year or something around that number? I think it's only like 30 something out of 70, a potential 70 million now. But however, it's been noted that he is going to defer almost 97% of that, of that deal. And he's only going to, uh, get paid, I think, what two million dollars a year? I believe it is. He's going to do. He's going to defer the majority, like six hundred. Yeah, he's going to defer six hundred eighty million dollars until I think it's twenty thirty four through twenty forty three. So that way, the Dodgers can use that current capital that they have to sign other players. To me, this is it's a good move. If you want your team to win, uh, want your team to win, you know, and sign other people, it's great. Kind of like your boy Tom Brady did. He took a little, he took pay cuts and things like that. A lot of to sign other players. A lot of professional athletes don't do this. They they want their money now. But Shohei Otani, he brings in almost like forty five million dollars a year just in endorsements. Obed, just in a forty five million a year just in endorsements. So he's got the money. It's not a problem, and. So he's only going to get paid $2 million from the Dodgers a year. Now, if he defers his deal, 
And by then, who knows, by then, by the time 2034, he may not even be in baseball anymore. More. He could move to Texas. He could move to Florida. And guess what? He's not paying them California taxes at that point in time. This is a genius, genius financial decision by Shohei Otani. And it is, it is a masterclass. It is a masterclass. I mean, not only are you beneficial to the organization by making a Brady move, you're also protecting your investments by deferring money that you don't need right now that isn't going to change your life but mm -hmm. in the long term is going to set you up with a beautiful nest egg mm -hmm. and it is a master class i when when are we going to see more athletes use this model are we going to see more individuals uh, do can they defer another sport that this, i don't really see this happening in many sports this is well, this is well, similar, we, like, don't, we don't defer money in the nfl we have dead money mm. I don't know about dead money when you just owe that person this money and you promise to pay it, which it seems like they have done with Shoei Otani, mm -hmm. you know? So like, really, it just seems like there's bad financials going on on the NFL side if this is going to be like the first foray into, hey, this is what the money is. This is the pot. Like, you have to sign mega deals to go play in California. I'm sorry, because how yeah. else are you going to get paid, right? So you yeah, have to yeah. be constructive with this. Maybe this is the first time you're like, well, he is only going to get half of that if he doesn't be smart with the way he did it. I mean, mm -hmm. the uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have a uh, a agreement in place where they have deferred a lot of his money mm -hmm. that he received into roster bonuses. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Making sure he's on the roster uh, the first time, first uh, month of the calendar year, uh, you know, number of practices that he goes to other ways to try to move the pot around. Mm -hmm. But most famously, Tom Brady, given all that money back all those times on his re-signs uh, right. with New England, definitely set the stage for what I think is like this could be this is huge, for, I think, for contracting in pro sports Man. for how he just showed I can move to LA and I can live my dream mm. and I don't give away all my money. Like yeah. Mike Trout, I hope Mike Trout's not killing himself right now. And I was just actually, I'm glad you brought up Mike Trout because him and Otani, I mean, two of the greatest players in the game, a, a, a Trout, a former MVP, Otani, a former MVP. The six years they were together, you know, they didn't win a single playoff game. You have two of the most spectacular players in their sports on one team. You came, this is why Otani left. The Angels are just doomed for, doomed for disaster. They can't even win a play. I think the entire time Trout has been there, they may have won a, man, less than a handful of games, uh, excuse me, a handful of playoff games. They haven't won a single playoff game in the six years that Tani's been there. It's like, I, to me, it's the organization. So I can see why he goes to the Dodgers. The Dodgers have won 100 games last year. They won 100 games the year before that. You know, they're, they're good. They're going to win with, without him. They can they can prove they can win games without him. So now you're just adding him and the, uh, this guy is in there. So they're going to be even better. I think this is on the Angels. Shame on the Angels for not properly changing up the way they perhaps the way they, the way they do things. So you haven't been successful. You've had, arguably you've had the best player in Mike Trout on your squad for a number of years. And you, you haven't accomplished anything within that organization in several, several decades, you know, um, but it's, it's, it's it's just unfortunate. Now it was reported that Atani was offered a similar deal by the San Francisco Giants. But would you rather live in LA or would you rather live in San Francisco? I think obviously it's going to be LA. The weather is is better in LA. I mean, you know, it's it's, it's I think better demographic. It because Otani is smart. He knows he can go and win. He can go win with LA right now with the Dodgers. Right. And and there's no reason for him not to go do that. I understand San Francisco is an option. Why go out there and have to be the stud? I don't know much about baseball as far as rosters. I don't know how good the Angels roster is, but I don't know if two guys is the only thing that gets it done. A lot of teams, you you got to go four or five deep mm. of just guys all over the diamond. And those teams often win championships, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, I uh, it's really hard for me to think that he's going to, go be in another bad spot. And and I agree, but I agree with you. Shame on the Angels. This is their fault. He clearly signed a deal that is preferential to the team and him. He wanted both he and this is some, I and I, I just, I think it is a otherworldly mentality about the way that you do business, that this man crafted this contract with them, mm. which makes it beneficial for us to be successful with me with the team. And I get my money. Right. 
like right. like you know mm-hmm. so the angels just said no we don't want to negotiate with you on your terms yeah it's, so all and, right and the hey. thing about it is and they're otani might not even pitch next season because i think he had issues with his elbow yeah, yeah. so he's just probably just, probably just gonna hit might even just be a dh but, but pay 700 million dollars for a dh is insane it's, it's it's the biggest contract in american sports history 700 million just just to hit just to hit a ball that's it he's alex rodriguez <laughs> you know i mean like come on you know you, the <laughs> big dude is gonna hit for you but you're here to, to but hey a-rod still played still played shortstop and, and third base with you, you know what i mean though if, he, if, he, if, if otani just simply dh's he does nothing but hit <laughs> we'll see what his athleticism looks like when he comes back i don't know obviously this injury has a specific amount of time it takes but we'll mm. see what it looks like i yeah. don't think they're gonna let him hurt himself because he's invested in them for the next decade right right yeah all right uh moving along speaking of the los angeles the los angeles lakers actually won the inaugural uh nba in-season tournament uh last last week lebron got the mvp um just kind of adding to his legacy. Does does this does this really add to LeBron's legacy? I feel like people are kind of over overhyping <laughs> this thing. You know, uh, I shouldn't laugh. It's an achievement. I shouldn't laugh. It's an achievement. But it's a regular season. Like this, their wins in this, in this <laughs> tournament counted toward their regular season record. It wasn't like it was extra games that they had to play. This was literally part of their regular season. It just so happened they quote they qualified it as an end season tournament. So it wasn't like it was extra like the playoffs are extra. They're separate from your 82 game schedule. No, these games are part of their 82 game schedule. So it's just, it's just like playing a normal season. I, People want to hop on, you know, guys like Shannon Sharp coming on ESPN. Oh, goat James, goat James. This adds his legacy. Dude, he won he won games in in the season. Okay. <laughs> cool. Oh thanks, my god. Thanks for doing your normal job. <laughs> <laughs> with <laughs> with breaks with breaks scheduled right right you know what i mean now again i'm not gonna have this conversation of of go you know who's the best and all that I, I, honestly i don't even get into that anymore i think you and i have talked about that where because it you know at the end of the day it doesn't matter it's literally a it's a personal opinion whether you think it's lebron whether i think it's michael jordan someone thinks it's kobe someone thinks it's kareem it literally does not matter it's a personal opinion it doesn't change their money they make it doesn't change the endorsements that they get you know nothing doesn't say oh well you think kobe's the best oh oh all right you know rest in peace of course to kobe all right well i guess lebron's gonna make less money now it it means nothing it means it's a personal thing so i don't even want to get into that but does it really add to his legacy winning the inaugural tournament? Now the Lakers are going to hang up a, a banner in the Raptors for this amongst their championship banners. It's like, this come is, on. it's, it's high, it's high bronze sexual activity. I'll just say that. <laughs> it's like a participation award trophy. You know, you give out these participation trophies to kids these days. It's almost like that. I feel it's not, it's not that serious. Win another championship. Then we'll, you know I mean? That's something you can add to your legacy. That's something a, ra- a banner needs to be hung in the Raptors for. Survive the season long enough and have your team playing well. It, it, Jordan won some of his best games by having his team playing well. Mm-hmm. Like at, in a minimum, James should be willing to become a facilitator and just like get this crowd going. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. because clearly he's not going to get it done on his own. He needs them. He, I want to see him buy in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other news, your boy Draymond Green, at it again, at it again. He got suspended, or he me ejected from another <sighs> game last night um, in the Warriors Phoenix game. That a game that the Phoenix Suns did go on to win by. He got a flagrant two for hitting Yusef Nurkic, swinging around. He said he claims he was trying to sell the call, and he flailed his arm around, literally hit Nurkic. In the soul, it's a foul. I'm sold. It's a foul. <laughs> you're sold. You're sold. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. He, he sold it to you. Okay. Yeah. We are sold on you're a dirty player. You're just a savage in the on the court. It is what it is. <laughs> hey, he's consistent. I you can't America. This is what I want you to do. I want you to go to YouTube right now and I want you to Google. All right, let's get Google. I want you to search for Draymond Green uh kicking a player in the nuts. And if you have watched Draymond Green. Graham John Green in a I thought I thought this might have been a playoff game I'm not sure mm-hmm. in, a, in a game kick another man in the nuts <laughs> I'm, you tell me he's swung on somebody all right 
Sounds like Draymond. Do you like there is an entire not even just kicking people, there's an entire highlight reel of Draymond Green actions, you know, on the on, on court actions. He's he stomped on the dude on the court, he stomped on the dude's chest last year. What do you mean? Just kicking literally stomped on his chest. I can't court. watch a man. Listen, sometimes people get hit in the nuts. All right. It's just it it happens randomly. <clears throat> This was malicious intent <laughs> to Dude, hit this, this is, man in the nest. This, there's, this is his third ejection of the season. This, we're only in December. Hey, sometimes you got to be, be the cleanup man. <laughs> and he's clearly cleaning them up. Um, I don't know he, how long know, are they going to suspend him for the next time it happens. Do you think they'll take like 10, 15 games? So he got suspended five games earlier in last month for the Goldberg altercation where he yoked up a dude in a headlock. Um, like, <laughs> I, I, like what? I think he gets at least. Did you forget about that? Did you remember that? I did forget about that. <laughs> you see, I did he just about got that. suspended five games last month. <laughs> like, dude, no, honestly, that was. I've had a lot going on the last couple of months. I forgot about that. I saw how to, that was malicious again. Malicious intent. <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on. Do you Please know? Low, dog. He he is now second on the all-time list of a number of ejections in NBA history. He he's only behind. He has 19 career ejections. He's only behind Rasheed Wallace, who had 29. But think about Rasheed Wallace. He argued with the refs. That's why he got ejected. Yeah, Draymond yeah. is actually getting into with other players and getting ejected. You know, and arguing with the refs. Right. But uh, th- this is, I feel like this is almost like par for the course almost now with Draymond right. Green. Right. He's consistent. Um, this is what I, I expect to hear dude, a story I've said, like I've said this, this out of him. I've, I've said this before. Draymond Green is a better shooting Dennis Rodman. That's it. He's a better shooting Dennis. He can shoot the three. You know, he can facilitate. Will, he can pass. Will Draymond Green? give you 30 rebounds? Though? rebounds no. In a game. no, he won't. You know? Like, that's what he's a better <clears throat> shooting Dennis. He'll get you. 15 if needed but he also get he also he'll get you six points he'll also get you t- 12 assists though you know what i mean he will facilitate he's a more rounded so. and a better shooting dennis rodman that's all he is but people forget guys like that or even ron artest doing the same kind of nonsense doing nonsense too flailing yeah. around getting into getting into it too people forget about guys like that <laughs> ron artest my goodness meta world peace meta world peace excuse me excuse me <laughs> you know you know uh but I think real quick before we move on, as far as the Warriors are concerned, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, why are you not sitting this dude down? Maybe they are behind closed doors, but they're not doing it publicly. Yo, cut the crap out, Draymond. We are here to play basketball and win championships. We may only have one more run in us. Stop messing around. We need you on the court. You are no good to us chilling up in the, uh, up in the suites or at your house. Right. What do I always say? Your best ability is availability. And if Boom. you're not available to be on the court with them, what good are you? True or not true? True. This is what I'm saying. Curry Thompson meets the city. <laughs> you got rid of Jordan Poole because you can, you know, you got into it with Draymond. Right. You, know, you would think in- Draymond, yeah. You would think Draymond would be taking an opportunity to to focus on this. We 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 took your side. This is how you repay us. Mm-hmm. You got it. And I will say this. I think he does have to set. It's weird. It's like old dog mentality, but he has to let people know that he's there as this presence, right? Because mm-hmm. if he were to imagine a, uh, the Knights, Draymond Green gets pushed around, that's not a good night for the Warriors. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like it's just they put up with it because they know they want to win. It's just what? like with the Bulls with Dennis Rodman. They put up with it because they know they could have win with them. What happened? Remember in the uh, in the uh, the documentary, the uh, uh, the Jordan documentary, the Bulls documentary, the last the dance, last ride, last, last, last dance, last dance, dance, yeah. last dance. Yeah. He talked about how they Rodman left the team, went to Vegas, <laughs> and Michael Jordan running around Las Vegas like the Hangover. Yeah, but <laughs> but they put up with it because they know they needed him to win, and they and they could win with them. Right. Same thing with Draymond. Right. It's the same thing. Right. They yeah. know they need him. And they, that's why they put up with it. But after this, if they can win this, this might be their quote unquote last dance, too. This might be their think last so. dance. You think this I think is... Dray- I think Draymond's gone after this. I, I don't think Stefan will Stefan will be a warrior for life. Obviously, two-time MVP, four-time mm-hmm. champion. He's not going anywhere. 
Right. I think Clay. I think Clay could be gone. I think Draymond is one hundred percent gone after this for sure. I think Clay gets a gets gets a, a crazy deal with yeah. another team and goes somewhere else. But uh, I think this man. is it. I think this is it for the Warriors. They have to if they if they win. I think this might be their their quote their last dance. But we'll, we'll see. see. Um, in other news, Obed. Um, it was announced that uh, Monument, Monumental uh, Sports Group announced that the going to be moving the Washington Wizards and the Washington Capitals to Alexandria, Alexandria, Virginia. Now, this is your neck of the woods. Yep. They're building going to be building a whole new twenty thousand seat arena uh, with sports facilities, performing arts venues, and things like that. I thought that was kind of dope. Yeah, but uh, you know, you were—I think you were asking—you know, what kind of well, went off there? Well, how did this change the landscape of DC sports? I mean, you already have the Washington Commanders. They don't they play in Virginia as well? No, they play in Maryland. They play in Maryland. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. They play okay. in Maryland. Yeah, Landover. Okay, and you're right. So they're also not in the city. While they used to be in the city at uh, RFK Stadium, which is in Northeast DC, um, they haven't been in the city since. Man, I can't even remember when. Uh, when did they open FedEx Field? Nineteen ninety. Four, can't remember. Yeah, ninety-five. Uh, at any rate, um, you know, I, I right now DC is trying to go through a revitalization uh, because the pandemic and not having the foot traffic for uh, of government workers uh, in the downtown area really took a battering on people uh, mm-hmm. and the businesses that are down there. And Jose Andreas even sent out a, a message, I think, on Twitter or Instagram talking about when he opened up Haleo, a famous restaurant downtown DC, in ninety-three. Then they built the MCI Center. Uh, you know, it continued on to what has become the Capital One Arena. And he talked about how long they've been invited into DC. They should stay there. Mm-hmm. Um, if they leave before the MCI Center was built and they had the plan to have a sports team there downtown to like revitalize the place, mm-hmm. it was rough, man. It was rough. And so, I mean, the two a two billion dollar bid is th- four times what DC has committed to uh, to giving them. Do you so, think? Do you think they will lose a bit of their fan base if they move out of DC? That is an interesting question because the area they're moving to is already like very saturated. So mm-hmm. the idea of like an influx of new people who are excited about the team move and the the area being you know mm-hmm. what's up and coming, I think it's got some opportunity for expansion, but maybe not as massively as you think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not like it's a yeah, huge it's, move to like a completely other region, not kind of like right. how the uh, Colts, Oakland, and the... yeah, Baltimore Colts moves to Indiana, or like how the Oakland Raiders move to Las Vegas. That's a completely right. different, you know. I, I mean, yeah. this is technically it's a different state, you know, DC and going to Mount Virginia is right. a different state, but it's pretty it's much metro you, line. Yeah, yeah, you can get there. You know, sometimes depending on where you are in DC, you can be in Virginia in 10, 15 minutes, twenty oh, minutes easily, easily. You know what I mean? Um, but that so that area isn't already made for a lot of flow of traffic. So we'll see what happens. But it's a very tantalizing idea. And if they really had like a stadium off the water, that'd be a huge get for Alexandria. Gotcha. All right. Fair enough. Let's get into the NFL. Oh, bad. We're going to do a quick week 14 recap. We're going to start with uh, Chicago and Detroit. Detroit. Coming up short against the Bears, 28 to 13. Pretty surprised by this outcome, uh, Obed. Chicago's defense uh, held the Lions in check. Jared Goff only went 20 of 35 for 161 with two interceptions. Did throw one touchdown. But um, Justin Fields did did it, kind of did his thing. You know, the Bears ran the ball fairly well as well, too. Um, Did the Lions get exposed, Obed? You know, I think... I don't know if the Lions got exposed as much as Jared Goff had a bad day, you know, and Jared Goff is due for one of these every now and again. Um, mm-hmm. And this today was one of them in a team that this was a, a team that they dominated the last time that they played. Uh, I don't know why that always happens, yeah. um, but, you know, week in and week out, he's, he's kind of been a little up and down of late. You know what I mean? I mean, he only gave us 161 against Chicago. They won against uh, when they were at New Orleans, um, but he only threw for 213 yards. You know, I, I, I think we've come a long way since his 332 outing uh, against the Green Bay Packers, but I don't know, maybe he ran out of steam, maybe going on the road two weeks in a row uh, took a toll. Um, but really, I just think, you know, you, 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 
rush for over a hundred yards. You all, you should, if you did thump for over 200, maybe you get a different outcome. Um, maybe the defense just doesn't like to play outside who knows. Uh, but I, I do kind of put this on Jared Goff's shoulders. He's got to play uh, a bit better football than he has been. Maybe give his team a chance because they clearly have the studs. These guys can play uh, and mm-hmm. they should be focused on right now is getting ready for uh, the playoffs but that doesn't seem to be the case for them right now. Um, mm-hmm. So after we had a conversation about Caleb Williams and what we'd seen from Justin Fields, what are your thoughts on his performance? And do you think the Bears continue to think about moving on from him? I think they certainly continue to think about moving on from him. However, I would necessarily not because it looks like the Bears are going to have the number one overall pick because the Panthers, they own the pick. The, uh, the Panthers uh, rights to their pick. Obviously, the Panthers are the worst team only with one when they're going to have the, They're going to be number one. So that basically goes to the Chicago Bears. I say you trade down and get a buttload of picks for that number one option. You get three for two, at least two or three first. Oh, obviously, at least two. Let's say you get three first, a second, and two thirds, maybe, or something like that, or three first and two seconds. And you build the team around Justin Fields. You have a, I think Justin Fields can be successful. You have a, a, a solid receiver in DJ Moore, a good tight end in Cole Komet. I say you really ramp up this team. Now, if you feel like it's not the case, hey, maybe you trade away that number one pick with Justin Fields to another team and get even more draft picks and kind of start all over, you know, with, you know, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. Or you keep that number one pick and you simply just trade away Justin Fields. You pick, you keep the number one pick, you get Caleb Williams, Caleb, excuse me, Caleb Williams. You, and you trade Justin Fields for, you could probably still get two first round picks for Justin Fields, right? Or, or one. I don't know two about seconds. that. I no? don't, I don't know about, I think, I think you could get a first for Justin Fields. And I think you trade Justin Fields for a first or a first package a, of like a, a first and a third. First and a third or two seconds, you know, two high seconds. Um, and you draft Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. I have questions about this roster. I I don't believe any of this Cole Komet. I don't believe it. Just, mm-hmm. I'm not buying it. Um, DJ Moore is a number two wide receiver that people think is a number one. Uh, yeah, that's, 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 Mooney, actually, that's fair to say. Darren Mooney is just a guy. Donta Foreman is just a guy. Billis Jones Jr. is just a guy. Uh, you know. I, I think you would need to overhaul this this roster, you know. Mm-hmm. You Mercedes Lewis caught a catch, caught a pass in this game. Like that's for you you might as well start over, get young, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh Indianapolis has done it. They brought in two young guys uh that are gonna play together in Josh Downs and uh in Anthony Richardson. Um, you know, and the running back there in uh Jonathan Taylor. And so I'd be, I'd venture to say that they have a lot of house clearing to do, if anything, you know, but I don't know why you sign Cole Komet to all that money. I just think he's another guy. Um, but I think Fields got to go. I, I think the mm. experiment is over. I mm. think it just doesn't look like, I, I don't know, man, I can't watch 20 years of Tom Brady and then say that I see the progression. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not a genius. I'm not a savant, but like, when you play the Madden video game and you just watch him move, you get to know the tendencies, the ticks. It doesn't, if, if Justin Fields movement was a dance, he don't dance. He got two left feet right now. And hmm. I'm just not, hmm. I, I, I don't believe in it. Bands will make a dance, you know, yep. maybe, maybe, maybe right? you pay him. I don't know. Maybe you pay him. I don't know what it is, but it seems like one, one of the, one of two things will happen. Either they will, Keep that number one pick and move on from Justin Fields or trade away that pick and build around him. But so we'll see what happens there. Um when, let's talk about Buffalo, Kansas City. Probably one of the most controversial games we've seen in the all season with this ending. As we all know, Buffalo won 20 to 17. But the bigger story was in regards to the offsides penalty called on Kandarius Tony on that last drive, albeit on a play where Travis Kelsey probably made the play of the year, catching the catching a pass from Patrick Mahomes, and then later lateraling it backwards to Kadarius Tony, where he scored the go-ahead touchdown with just over a minute left. 
first of all, that play was insane. Shout out, dude, kudos to Travis being being having that heads up play, you know, getting knowing that he was going to get tackled and saw a wide open teammate behind him and enables a ladder at back. That's just good. That's good football awareness and football IQ on Travis Kelsey. Yeah, yeah that's a good play. Hey, former but, quarterback from uh, Ohio. Yep. But however, the call was the right call. It may have been coming at an, un, an unopportune time and an unfortunate time, but was Kadarius Tony's actually offsides? The answer is yes. The matter of fact, the flag was thrown before Patrick Mahomes even released the ball. You can see the flag get thrown. So people want because people want to say, oh, that's that's crap. You know, they only threw it because blah, blah, blah. No, the flag was thrown before Patrick Mahomes even let go of the football. Okay. It was offsides. It, it sucks, but I guarantee if Buffalo got a call for that offside, sw- switch the teams around. Patrick Mahomes wouldn't have been wouldn't have been going crazy like that. Patrick Mahomes was like, oh, all right, well, well, we'll take the win. You know what I mean? And him to just berate the ref like that afterwards is so to me is so terrible. I mean, I get it; you can be upset, and in the heat of the moment, you want to feel. You know, but it was wasn't a good look. You know what I mean? On his part, and Andy Reid bashing the referee. Maybe t- maybe tell your players not to make the mistake. How about that? I will say that I am a fan of a team whose quarterback once berated a ref and often berates refs. Uh, a quarterback who definitely talked about the refereeing and telling people to understand the rule book when challenged on things. <clears throat> maybe we shouldn't be throwing people under the bus. It's fine. But mm. I'm perfectly I'm I know what it's like to be a sore loser and hate to lose a game you could have won. And I don't know. I don't know what that was about. The, the, I, for me, more so the, the outburst on the sideline for uh, Trav, for, for Travis, for Patrick with uh, the head coach, Andy Reid, um, was very telling for me. Like, what could have been the issue? Well, what, did you just go, call the wrong play? Did you, like, force his hand and say you wanted this guy in there for it? No, I think I think he was going towards the ref. I think Andy Reid kind of was just standing in in that direction. You know what I mean? You know, he started to block it. Okay. Yeah, no, I think he was just kind of standing there. I think, but Patrick Mahomes was in the was going to was was that was towards the referee. I don't think he was yelling at Andy Reid. Maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe I'm mistaken. I think he was yelling at the ref, and Andy Reid kind of just happened to be his line of sight, so it made it seem like Mahomes might have been yelling at Andy Reid again. I'll go back to the videotape and check it. You know what I mean? But that's what I thought. Um. Yeah, yeah he a, didn't. He, he they could have easy, he could have easily thrown Kadarius Tony under the bus, but they did yeah. not. Andy Reid just no, said, "You know, we'll, we'll coach him up on that, and make sure he's good." And that's cool. He's sticking up for your teammate. Right. Your teammate right, was wrong. Your teammate was it, wrong. He it was what it is. way offsides. I mean, yeah. I mean, sorry, he was way, way, way offsides. And I there mean, are calls in the game that the referees he missed. did. He did go he to make it. a check. Well, that I mean, listen, this was a. We've had some poor uh, officiating, but it's clear that I'm I'm sorry if people don't believe that the NFL has an agenda, but there's no way that this stuff is just happening like this without, I mean, how poor is the refereeing? They could actually call games a lot better than this. They mm. really could. Oh, I get it. Like they made mistakes yeah. all the time. And you, were, you right. were alluding to a point where Kadarius was checked with the ref. They were saying that he didn't, but there's actually a, a sideline video, I think, of a of a of a, a fan in the stands where he at one point he do see him kind of put up his hand, check, right. but he immediately looks back inside at the ball. He didn't even take the time to double check. Remember, I, I'm a guy. I play. I played football, so I know exactly yeah. what it is. This is yes. Yeah. When you're when you're that split end, you're on the when you're you're the receiver that's going to be on the on the line. Whether even if not in the split end, you're let's say you're in the slot. Okay. You actually look at the ref, and as a courtesy, he will tell you if you're good. He doesn't have to. There is no rule that the referee says, "Hey, you have to get back or you have to move forward." Not at all. It is a courtesy thing that they do. Okay. You, you line up. You put one foot forward. You should look at the ref. You say, "Yo," you can say, "You can point to him." Say, "I'm good." You can give him a little thumbs up. And say, you're "Good," and he'll say, "He'll give you a thumbs up." He say, "You're good." So I've even played football, and I ref say, "Take a step back." I go, "All right, cool." I'm like, thanks. Okay. It's a courtesy. That's all it is. Hmm, interesting. They don't have to do it at all. And I didn't I've know seen... it was a, it wasn't procedural. I thought it was procedural. No, like, not at all. To check. Yeah. No, it's your job to know your know know the rules of the game. It's your job as a player to know the is. rules of the oh, game. One hundred percent. So, like I said, and and I've been in games. I like I said, playing football in my day. I know to I would check, like make sure y'all I'm good. And I would just look at him, and I would sometimes I wouldn't even say anything. I would just point, and he and they'll just give me the thumbs up. I'm good. 
or they'll just motion me back a little bit. Huh. Kadarius okay. Tony was it was not clear and concise with the referee. You can see on the video that it was shared on on social media. He quickly puts his hands up and turns his head right back into looking at the ball. Hmm. That's on him. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just, I'm I, sorry. I know he's a talent. I know he's a talent, but I just, he, I just don't feel like he plays a clean enough heads up game of football for me. No, he, he again drops all over the place. This is it. Remember, the team that leads the league and drops. You know, yeah. um, you can be athletic all you want, but you have to have fundamentals. What do you? I what like... did the, I don't know what you know what the Chiefs do to fix their struggling wide receiver play in this Obed. We yeah, go I'm... back in time. We get a time machine. And we pay Tyreek Hill <laughs> and we just give him whatever he asks for to continue living whatever. in Kansas City, Missouri, as opposed to Miami, Florida. Give, give Let's him, just somebody give him, get Pickle Rick. Somebody, somebody go get Pickle Rick. Give right him now. a damn Batmobile if, he, if Tyreek asks for it. Okay. It doesn't we need, matter. Where's Doc? We need the time machine. We got to go back. <laughs> give him a DeLorean. Get a DeLorean. <laughs> he needs an give... Italian car. He needs a DeLorean. It's still... One second. <laughs> But it, it, it's it's terrible, you know. I don't know who do. You, let me ask you, who do you trust more, the Bills or the Chiefs? If, if both, if, if both teams is an American car from Michigan. Mm, there you go. If the Bills and Chiefs both make the playoff, now Chiefs are obviously going to make. They're going to win their division. But if the Buffalo is still trying to get, you know, they're still in the hunt, who do you trust more down the stretch? And then, and then when it comes to playoff time, the Bills or the Chiefs. Well, come playoff time, they're not going to play these games that they're playing anymore. Every time I watch the the uh, Kansas City Chiefs hand off the ball, I see them relegating what is offense to control. And that's fine if you want to control the game. If you think you can win methodically, that's cool. You have to do that. But you guys have got to show us some some firepower. And I've seen this. The Patriots did this. They've lost. They They had to start controlling games because they didn't have top talent on the outside or couldn't make they had to condense the game and try to play around the running backs isaiah pacheco must be made of steel because this guy's got to be hurting he hmm. is a workhorse for them right um now that being said them not having isaiah pacheco for this game is clearly what's missing from the sauce right like if they they've they have they've literally put the entire team on his back and I don't know if he can manage that going into the postseason, the time we need to be able to run the hardest during the worst weather. You know, I mean, they're trying to get Clyde Edwards, Elaire going, averaging three and a half a carry is not going to cut it. Uh, mm -hmm. Jarek McKinnon, goodness, I mean, I don't know how those knees are doing, but he's clearly out there running around trying to make plays. Um, it's, yeah, I don't know. They don't have, they don't have weapons. The Chi, the Kansas but they still City, have Patrick Mahomes, and you still got Travis. Scott. But all the on the other side, the Bills still have Josh Allen. He looked okay in this game. He didn't have a spectacular have a game. Yeah, offensively, out there. yeah, offensively the Bills are fine. It's we all know it's the defense. It's all the injuries. That's yeah, that's the right. concern. It's the, all the injuries that the Bills have suffered this year. You know, now, can I ask you a question? How is uh, Dalton Kincaid looking? Because I heard that he went to get uh, X rays after the game. Something about uh, injured shoulder and a pinky. And so I'm trying to figure out what exactly the problem. I don't know if you have any, any ears on the ground there. I think he practiced today was, but it was very limited. And I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, now, but remember the bills did all, did uh, get back, get uh, uh, Dawson Knox back for this game, this week's game that they the Chiefs. He did play in this sure. game. He did. He got uh, yeah. passes in this game. Yeah. So if Dalton Kincaid can't go, at least you have Dawson Knox back. I will say that, you know, uh, but, but Kincaid has, been look, has looked good since Knox went out. You got to admit, right. you know, right. but so he's limited practice. I think it's with Kincaid, it's a shoulder and a yeah, shoulder and a thumb. Um, if he can't go this week against Dallas, oof, I hope he can. But if he can't, at least we have Dawson Knox available. Right. I will say that. Uh, but yeah, but as far as Buffalo is concerned, ah, man, even though they got the win, and I'm grateful they got the win, it's still I'm just still concerned about the defense, and I don't know how long this you know how how successful they can be without with the struggling deep with missing all these guys. They've got a rough they've got a rough schedule right uh, these past few weeks. You know they came off of 
that lost to the Philadelphia. Now they got now they played again. They won in Kansas City. Then they got they got to play Dallas. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, they got probably two wins in the Chargers and Patriots, but then the last game of the year they got to play Miami. So I feel like they can definitely win two out of four. If not three out of four, obviously, hopefully I'll win all four, but at least at least going to win two out of four, two out of four. Does that get them in the playoffs? I don't think so. I think they have to win out or go at least at least win three of the next four games at the very minimum. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Briefly just mentioned Dallas. They got a dominating win against Philadelphia, 33 to 13 in Dallas. Um, you and I both picked Dallas last week and we were both right. And this was, you know, at home, I figured Dallas when Philadelphia has looked bad the last two weeks, so bad, they got blown out by San Francisco. Now get beat in dominant, dominant fashion by Dallas. What is up with this Philadelphia defense giving up so many points? The secondary is looking terrible. You know, what's going yeah. on here? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough to try to keep, keep pace with, uh, lofty expectations for a team that lost a lot of players on defense after they Super Bowl win. Now they did retool, they did add players, but they haven't gelled. They're not cohesive yet. Um, clearly Jalen Hurts is dealing with something. Uh, it looks like AJ Brown, you know, was trying to take over this game, but my goodness, Stefan Gilmore looks as good as his Patriot days, you know, as good as his uh, Carolina days. Gilmore did uh, look good in this one. He, Gilmore, he, yeah. he held AJ Brown in check in this one. You know, if when and the the crazy thing to say is holding AJ Brown in check is nine for ninety four. Right, that's you what, know I mean. what I mean. That was, yeah, he, but he played well against AJ in this matchup against AJ Brown. Yeah, I mean, we got we saw the return of Dallas Goddard. You know, he made a couple snags. Uh, I don't think we're getting what we're supposed to be getting from the offensive line. I don't think we're getting what we're supposed to be getting from uh, the the running game. Um, I feel like the passing game is there, could have been able to make things happen. They had a fantastic uh, trick play that they pulled off. Um, but, you know, clearly there's the Eagles have taken a step back, uh, especially against what I would consider top talent in the NFL right now playing uh, in the Cowboys. Um, you mm-hmm. know, this they was are, a, they are. It's, it's hard for me not to look at the way they performed of late and you know, I mean, these guys have three losses. Okay. And I mean, yeah, we're not going to say that they beat all of the best teams in the world. Right. Uh, remember famously being smoked by the Niners, right. Losing mm-hmm. to the giants to start, uh, that's not losing to the Giants, losing to the Cardinals, uh, on earlier in the year. season. Yeah. Yep. Um, but it's hard for me to look at their ability to perform, uh, Dak Prescott's ability to make plays. Apparently, Dak Prescott might be renegotiating uh, his contract in the offseason on an extension. Uh, I hope the haters rest in peace on that one. Um, if he gets I, MVP, he's definitely going to get paid more. He's going right. to renegotiate for sure. And and it's like when – we'll, if this happens, I mean, he put together an amazing season, and this isn't the first time he's been on this kind of a streak, and I just don't know if people will be satisfied if he wins the MVP. I'm not even asking for it. He clearly deserves it. I'm not asking for it. What are people going to say about Dak Prescott if he becomes an NFL MVP, right? And we've already seen him have enough seasons that have gotten to look like this, just haven't been capped with that. You know, we know that people say, say, hey, the star, these guys are going to go to the Super Bowl. But like, he could hurt some people if this team went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And it would be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Cowboys are the second best team in the NFC? You know, they're record record wise they are, but do you think they are legitimately the best second best team in the NFC or maybe even the best team? Or do you think Philadelphia is still better? I mean, they've gone head to head and I've already made my statements that, you know, Shoemaker's touchdown should have been a touchdown. They should have beat the Eagles that game. Uh, and True, they, they definitely whooped the Eagles this game. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and say that they are probably the second best. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, let's get into our next segment. Go bad. You right. You mad. We'll each of us will pose a rather spicy question <laughs> or statement. And we'll tell us if we were correct or outright crazy. I'll bet I say to you first, the Falcons are the most disappointing, talented team in the NFL. And they do not deserve a playoff home game if they win their division. Sherman, you're right. Now, I know you've been railing on this for a long time as far as who deserves a home game and who doesn't. It's fair. 
um they even, have so much talent and right that's what you can, you can, let's, we, can, we can look at that side look and at the talent side now we know that this is as you stated a quarterback driven league they do not have a quarterback there have been tons of teams who have a ton of talent who when they don't have a quarterback they're not going anywhere i just look at them as that you know i'm not gonna say you're right and mad i was gonna say you're right but i don't know if their limitations have as much to do with the talent as it does that they don't have one piece of the puzzle and a coach who's willing to play the game. You know what I mean? Like he clearly uncorked it 172 yards out of Drake London. I'm happy. Heartbreak Drake is happy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, but I do think that, you know, the most disappointing talented team Sherman, you write, you mad. The Miami dolphins are the most disappointing talented team and might not deserve a home game mm. if they win the division good good follow good follow-up question there uh yeah losing last last um this past monday night to tennessee in that fashion on down to the wire it, it might be and you, you might be right it might be you might be you're, you're right um the falcons are a close second but because the, the falcons have a lot of talent too you know i talked about right. the offer bj robinson drake london yeah. kyle pitts yeah, they are a quarterback away from being successful. You let Justin Field put Justin Fields in Atlanta right now with those weapons. I would I would take that. I would take that and see what happens. You got a big tall right. USC wide receiver. He can just throw it up to him, right? He's got a guy underneath he can check down to. They have a tight end he can check down to. Yeah. He's got he's they can both run. Yeah, absolutely. Put Justin Support Fields it. in Atlanta right now. I, I bet you they have 10 wins. I wanted, I wanted, you know, I wanted uh, Lamar Jackson down there for that real sole reason. Right. Imagine, yeah, imagine, reason. imagine if Lamar was is there with those yeah. guys. Oh yeah. my goodness, and they're running back. But yes, Miami. My yeah, you're right. And, and uh, you have said this on numerous occasions. Miami hasn't done anything. They haven't played anybody. All the teams that they've beaten have a losing record. You know, they're yeah. the Chargers, the Patriots twice, uh, the Giants, the Panthers. You know, right. The Raiders, the, the, the Jets, know, the Jets. You haven't beaten anyone. You yeah. lost to Buffalo, got squashed by Buffalo. Yeah. You got got waxed by you know, beat, beat by Philly again. You got beat by the Chiefs. And these are all top tier teams. Yeah. And now you lose a, in a terrible way to a rookie QB and Will Levis in the Tennessee Titans. on right. Monday Because night football. one guy was injured. Because yeah. one guy was injured. at home. Monday night football on primetime. Right. Shame on you, Miami. Yeah. Do I still think they're an explosive offensive team? Absolutely. Yeah. But you're right, where because they haven't proven the where they can compete against top tier teams. Again, lost by 28 to Buffalo, lost by 14 to Philadelphia. Okay, you only lost by seven to Casey. We know Casey has their struggles when they're on the offensive side of the ball. Okay, right. fair enough. But right. you haven't done anything else. You know, it, it, it's. I mean, Miami's, they've got Dallas, Baltimore, and Buffalo after this Jets game. That's going to be the test right there. Yeah. If you can win at least two out of those three games, those last, the last three games, if, okay, fair enough. You're, you're a solid team. If you, and if you win all three, damn it, you're going to definitely be considered one of the best teams in the league. But let's see how those three games go. Because I'm telling you right now, if they beat the Jets this week and they go on to win the, lose the last three, yeah, they're, they're suspect for sure. But we'll see. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Let's get into our week 15 picks. Oh, bad. Didn't do too bad last week. Um, but let's get into week 15, uh, starting out with Thursday night football, the Los Angeles Chargers at Las Vegas Raiders. Los Angeles is going to be without their quarterback, Justin Herbert. They're going with Easton Stick at quarterback. So, I mean, the Vegas Raiders are only, they have a rookie in Aiden O'Donnell. So, but it's kind of a toss up. But I think the Raiders just got more talent. So I'll go, I'll go Raiders. Yeah, I'm gonna go Raiders. I mean, I just it, it just a rookie that we have no idea, and he didn't look really good in preseason. So, yeah. whatever, what have you. Minnesota at Cincinnati on Saturday. We got a first Saturday set of game NFL games, which is nice. Minnesota Cincinnati. I'm gonna go Cincy. Jay Browning's looking good. The kid looks yeah, good. Actually, I I, I was sure gonna I... go Minnesota, but they've been playing yeah. bad. They had a terrible win this past <clears throat> week against the against the aforementioned Raiders. Well, apparently three, three nothing. 
the yeah. the injury to uh to Justin Jefferson to his chest took the the wind out of the sails of that game. Um mm. yeah, it turned into into a bottomless nothingness. Didn't that he go to the horrible. hospital actually? Uh I did I'm not aware of that, but if he did, I wouldn't surprise me. He's turned into Mr. Glass. Mm. Goodness I think, gracious. I think he did go take into the hospital with that injury, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I don't know how he's doing. I think he's questionable for this week's game as of right now. He's limited at practice today, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so we'll we'll see. But yeah. uh, but I think I think he's expected to play against against uh against the Bengals this week. But we'll see right. how... but yeah, I'm we'll still gonna go Cincinnati. That. I'm still gonna go Cincinnati. I'm, I'm gonna, oh, I would agree with you on that one. They have bad quarterback struggles in uh, Minnesota. Pittsburgh at Indianapolis. I think Indianapolis could win this game easily, but Pittsburgh needs this game more after losing back-to-back games. You lost to the two-win Arizona Cardinals, then you lose to the two-win New England Patriots. Shame on you, Pittsburgh. That old Pittsburgh way is kind of going out the door. Big Ben might be on to something. So, uh, but I'm going to say Pittsburgh. Dude. They they have to win this game. I know they have to win this game. I just on the road, and Indianapolis is not bad. They're just not good. You're right. You know, but <laughs> Pittsburgh lost to two, two and ten teams. You should oh. not have lost to the Patriots. No, there's you should not. Have, and at the end of the day, we forget who we're talking about. It's tr- it's trash biscuit. It's trash biscuit. Mm. Like, I don't know. It'll be in a dome. He maybe he'll get some loft under the ball, but I just I can't pick him again. Yeah. Oh, damn it. All right. All right. Fine. You're right. I'll go Indianapolis. I just I can't pick them again. I'm yeah, sorry. you're right. I'll go Indianapolis. Fair enough. Denver at Detroit. I have to say Detroit. This the Lions better bounce back from a win at home, especially too. Yeah, they, that's they, how yeah. Go into the playoffs. Yeah, you got to come out with this victory on Saturday night. Uh, Chicago at Cleveland. Uh, I'm gonna go. Gonna go Cleveland defense, as we know, is is is, is one of the top in the league. Flacco looked good last in last week's game. He really did. Say he, he really, really did. looked good. The 38 yeah. year old veteran QB, the former Super Bowl winning MVP. He looked good in that game. So I'm going to go with the Browns. Uh, they got the Battle of the Bays, Tampa at, at Green. <laughs> uh, I almost want to say Tampa Bay, but I'm going to go I'm gonna go Green Bay. Jordan Love looked bad in the Monday night loss against the, the Giants, but I think they bounced back. Packers get a dub here. I don't think Jordan Love is good. Um, and I'm still going to pick Green Bay. No, uh, all right. I just know that on the other side there, uh, they have great a great wideout in uh, Mike Evans who wants to hit hit. Did he get his thousand yards? Oh yeah, he already got it. Yeah, he's good. Okay, he got okay, it. okay. He got it. Um, and I know he you know wants to ball out for the fans, but my goodness, if just Baker Mayfield could hit the broad side of a barn, uh, let's go Green Bay. <laughs> uh, the New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins. Gonna go Miami, of course. Jets, Miami, of course. Jets were impressive. Their third was that they trumped the uh, Texans last week, thirty to six, I think it was. Yeah, it's Man. the Texans. I mean, it's, it's a rookie a, quarterback. Stroud was looking good. The Texans were good. It was, it, that's it, a good on. defense. It's a good defense. They retain a yes, good defense. It, it's you know, a Jets, their strength. They exploded yeah. for thirty points in the second half. It was Zach Brian, Zach Wilson, mind you. So, I have no doubt in my mind he will not do that again. No, Miami all the way. Yeah. Kansas City at your New England Patriots. Oh, I think Kansas City is going to be mad this week. They win. I think Kansas City wins by twenty. I think a bit more. <laughs> you thinking more? Yeah. Wow. Uh, the New York Football Giants at the New Orleans Saints. Saints all the way. Giants are bad. Tony. Tony. Uh, Tommy DeVito. He look Tommy. Tommy. They call him Tommy Cutlets. Hey, Bison. You know he looks good. The kid. The kid looks good. He's got it. He's got some oomph. You know. He look. He looks good. He looked. He looked all right. You know. Yeah. Uh, so it's hilarious. But, I I was actually going to uh, do a TSA pre-check interview uh and the woman had a giant's lanyard on and you know i was like i'm so sorry that uh daniel jones got injured she was like oh i'm fine my quarterback's good that's hilarious that's yeah, hilarious yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's for the people man he's for the people yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go saints sorry sorry Josh, i'm, I'm, I'm going saints on. yeah, yeah. I'm going saints. Yeah. atlanta carolina Oh God, Carolina looks so bad. I gotta go Falcons. They'll give it to the Falcons. I wow. can't. I, I mean, Carolina is just bad. They are. They literally are just bad. Yeah, they're terrible. Washington to the Los Angeles Rams. Gotta go with Los Angeles. I I was really hoping the Rams would beat Baltimore, not just because I want Baltimore to lose, but I think the Rams are a forgotten team and they're playing so well right now. They're a well-rounded team. You know, I think Stafford is kind of bowling out. 
I just wanted the Rams to just win just because, you know, can try to show people that, hey, we are still a, a solid team here. Yeah. They've been playing much better. But mm-hmm. uh, I'll go with Rams in this one. Oh, the Rams look good. I mean, they played to a, a duel to a top uh, overtime against Baltimore. They did lose that game, though. But mm. that was a great game. That by, was a good one. Game. Matt Stafford. He looked. Mm. I mean, there were throws that he made with uh, Matt uh, with Cooper, Cooper Cup. Cup, where Cooper Cup and him that that connection they have is insane, mm-hmm. insane. With the kind of plays that they're making together. Uh, I mean, so yeah, I gotta. I, I will give it to Los Angeles. I think they're gonna pull this one off. Real quick. Better connection, Stafford to Cooper Cup or Stafford to Calvin Johnson? I want to say Stafford to Cooper Cup Mm. because the Stafford that threw to Calvin Johnson, Calvin Johnson was at the height of his powers. And Stafford was a young gunslinger willing to give his wide receiver a shot. Uh, And so this individual at the time maybe didn't have the wisdom that he has gained all over all those years that i mean stafford is throwing it in the air before cooper cup is turned around mm. and i mean on multiple on no on multiple plays he's just like it's a spot throw and but the spot couldn't be any better for cooper cup to catch it adjust and find yards after the catch not just that we're running a route to get you the ball to get you in stride no, like, okay, create a pocket. I'm going to catch it on the outside. You can put one foot in the ground and cut back in and try to dig it underneath. And then the the, the pass, the catches, the catches, Cooper Cup is back. I'm so happy to see him healthy again. Yeah, um, yeah no, I, I want to say that it's the older one. While it was great to watch Calvin Johnson, mm-hmm. knowing that Stafford had to go through all that nonsense and then gets to work with a guy who the story of Cooper Cup is amazing. Him, uh, his girlfriend working for the family so that they could he could just play football to get to where he's right now grinder like mm-hmm. yeah crazy fair enough san francisco at arizona i think we're all obviously we're gonna go with the 49ers here of course, i have no but... idea why somebody would pick somebody else <laughs> the big one uh dallas at buffalo Ooh. i didn't make a pick before i was struggling with this pick i feel like dallas is better on both sides of the football combined because the the, the deep offensively, I think Buffalo can keep up, but defensively, I don't think they can, but this game is in Buffalo. Buffalo cannot afford to lose again. If they want to make the playoffs, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to say it's desperation time for Buffalo. I'm going to go with the bills. Let's, let's go bills. I mean, obviously as a, you know, Buffalo fan, I would assume that you would. I'm going to go with Dallas. I know this is outside. It's going to be rough. It's going to be cold. They're a dome team. Um, I just think that they can attack a depleted defense so many ways that I just I just think it's going to be hard to keep pace. If Kansas City could have scored yeah. more points, I think they would have won the game against Buffalo. Yeah. You know, they just couldn't score points. And we've already talked about a depleted defense isn't about to stop a team that just smacked Philly by 20 points. I know. I, 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 I you're probably right. And Dallas probably will win this game, but I'm just going to say Buffalo just because they, I feel like they need to win it more than Dallas needs to win the game. Kansas City getting that, that, uh, taking that L is huge. Remember, we were going into the bye week and going, excuse me, going into this week. And I was like, man, you know, they might, they might have a shot, you know, they see, they, mm. they both need this win really badly, something mm. that you like leverage. So you might have a point. You might have a point. And Miami's loss helps Buffalo too. You know what I mean? Right. So they're too. like, we need this Dallas game because then we can get another W. Exactly. So this is why I say that, but we'll see. Yeah. Baltimore at Jacksonville on Sunday night. I'm, I'm going to go with the uh, Ravens, of course. Here, Baltimore, oh, yeah. probably the probably the best team. The best team. They're definitely the best team in the AFC right now, right? Uh yeah. I'm going to have to give it to them. I mean, I I know Kansas. Well, man, Kansas City against Baltimore. I would be concerned. Kansas City was going to get scored on, and not be able to put points on the board. So yeah, we we'll probably have to go. Well, with, uh, Jacksonville. With this, this is Baltimore. Jacksonville. Baltimore yeah, Baltimore. Best. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking yeah. about who would I oh, pick play, oh, alternatively. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. well, no, just because they have the record and the wins, I just couldn't go with them. And Buffalo can't stop most people, so you know, they, mm. it's got to be them. Yeah, best team. Okay, but you're going, you're going, and you're going both one of these games. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And Monday night, Philadelphia at Seattle. Definitely going to go Philadelphia. Seattle. I feel like DK Metcalf is just. 
he can't stay out of his own way getting tossed in games getting aggravated easily he's almost like he's, he's the nfl's dream on green almost 100 <laughs> well that's it you know it's interesting people were talking about dk metcalf uh he he hit somebody and people were saying it was a dirty hit you know it was a turnover and he uh, cleated somebody uh, decleated somebody excuse me um and you know i don't know it's this is the game they play i'm gonna go philly but philly should be on upset alert I yeah. know that they'll be able to attack the corners of Seattle. I do like Tariq Woolen, who's rounding out as a good second-year player. Um, but, I mean, that's a hard place to play. Qualcomm Stadium is a hard place to play. I'm on the 12th man, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough there for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, folks, that's going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. Appreciate you joining in once again. Uh, ben, any last words before the people head out of here? I know it's getting it's the holiday height of the holiday season. Get your shopping done, ladies and gentlemen, right? 100%. Save yourself a little money by doing your shopping in advance. Come on. Yeah. Get, the, get them deals while you can, you know? Get them deals while you can. Uh, Two for ones. Time. People love gift cards. <laughs> right? Um, folks, don't forget to check, check us out on Twitter at DWWENT. For my co-host, Ben, I'm your boy, Sherm. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.